What is going on, travelers? Welcome to episode 74 of The Resonance, a Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Ran, and with me this week, we've got Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? Not much, man. How's your week been going? It's been pretty good so far. Playing a whole bunch of mobile games, playing Genshin, uh, still playing some Boulder's Gate as well. So, yeah, been a good time. Awesome. You still keep up with uh, Nikkei and everything else you've been oh, yeah. going around on? Yep, yep. Nikkei, I've been going hard on. Um, Legend of Runeterra, Team Fight Tactics. Um, also, just recently, kind of got into Star Wars Heroes, which is like an older mobile game, but I have a couple buddies that play it. I can finally convinced me to give it a go, so... Okay, dang. How many games are you playing, dude? <laughs> right now, too many oh, <laughs> is geez. the answer. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I mean, like, because... I, oh, and I also kind of got back into Pokemon Go a bit. Okay. Um, for whenever I go out on um, on a run, um, it's nice to, like, have that just to kind of, like, have some kind of interactivity there. But, yeah, other than that, that's that's pretty much it. So when you go on your Pokemon Go, whenever you go run on that, do you actually yeah. like use your phone, or do you have like the little Pokeball uh, clicker that you no, got? I, I just, I just uh, like will take it out at spots where I know there's it stop um, and spin for gyms high density, and yeah. Because gotcha. I have it synced up, so it'll it'll be counting the steps um, even whenever I don't have it on. So okay, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, God, I haven't played Pokemon Go in forever. I'm, I'm surprised it's actually still going and expanding. It's still, you know, one of the strongest mobile games, you know, in existence. So God, that's so wild to me. But no, no, that's awesome, yeah. dude. I mean, it, if you remember, like, I'm not sure how it was for you or how active you were whenever it first came out. But I mean, like, it's the one game that like changed the world for like, oh yeah, dude, it a was... month at least, if not a mm-hmm. couple of months. Like that was pretty nuts. No, I remember like going out with like friends and stuff and just being like, hey, where's everybody going? We're going to this statue because there's a Charizard. Yep. And and you'd go there, and there would be, like, 40 people around oh, yeah. these things. Like, holy crap, dude. Yeah, I lived at a, an apartment complex at the time that was kind of, like, um, it, its own, like, town. In, like, mm-hmm. its own town. Yeah. And um, so it was a, a really huge area. And everyone, every single night, was walking around with their friends big group of friends always trying to track down like the closest pokemon and you know you would be like hey what are you guys looking for we're looking for this have you found it yet no like oh it's actually over there like that kind of thing it was pretty crazy like everyone was like on the same team for for a couple months it was pretty cool but oh yeah no it was awesome it was just such an incredible change to see like so many people out playing the same thing yeah yeah it was it was nuts it also brought out some haters too like there were some people that i remember it was like like what are you guys playing oh you're guys playing a game on the phone like what and i was like i was like dude like you're like 45 we're like 18 like what are you doing (laughs) like go away (laughs) it's not for you bro (laughs) that's right let them hate man not I, yep. don't, I don't let things like that bother me. I'm going to enjoy what I enjoy. Haters. If you don't like it, man, that, that's your problem. Exactly. Haters going to hate. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm with you, though, man. I've been uh, a tour of the Nikkei event. I've got A2 mm-hmm. and 2B twice, or, yes, twice each. So I'm okay. trying to get the third one. Yeah. Me. I don't think it's going to, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get the, the last ones, but we're going to try. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, started playing Azure Lane again. This is like my third time quitting and going back to that game. <laughs> okay. So I don't know why I keep going back, but it's very generous with its currency, so I don't have to spend any money on it. So that's all good. No, that's nice. And uh, now I'm in uh, knocking out these these dailies on Genshin, man, trying to stack it up. I'm at like 60 pity towards my 50 50. Mm-hmm. And I've got like a ten. I've got like fifteen pulls, and you know, new Valette's getting ready to come out. Yep. And I don't know, man. The, the more I see, and we're gonna, we're going to talk about him later. But the more I see him, the more I really kind of want him. He he looks really cool. Well, now that we know that there's two big five stars coming, yeah. like yeah. now I'm like, oh man, I do not have enough. Oh no, for this, <laughs> I am not ready. Now, uh, Rosley looks really good. The problem is, I don't think his gameplay meshes with how i play um yeah that's fair with with hp balance and i talked with dalton about that it's kind of like uh, the whole hotel thing i gotta keep like yeah. the, the health at like a certain area to really you know maximize their efficiency yeah and man well, I, I can't do yeah. it yeah <laughs> i mean I, well that's the thing is like I, i'm the same way like i had a problem with hotel and i'm hoping he's not quite like that like i don't know if there is a damage increase unless there's like leaks of it or something like that or if it's officially been released in the past day or so but i don't think i don't know if there's a damage increase the lower your health is i know it takes away health and then there's also a heal mechanic but i don't know if it actively increases damage the lower your health is because there's a difference there if that's the case then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have a i I don't i probably won't play him because i i can't do the hu tao uh gameplay anymore after i messed around with her but if it's just like oh that's the trade-off you know you you take some damage um as you pump out like you know just your abilities but it's always the same damage flow like that would be fine because as long as i couple it with a healer yeah i'll be okay you know so but so yeah it kind of depends i just need some more specifics on the on the abilities and the kit before i decide but either way he the animations on them look sick. Oh so. yeah, no, it looks really baller. So I'm yeah. really waiting to see like more released about him, so we can see like the full details of his kit and get like full on animations for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it, it looks really good. But I said I just have trouble with health, man. I'm like down like a thousand hit points on the character. I'm like not sweet madame, and just mm-hmm. because I'm trying to get off of using my healers because I've been using Kooky since I got her. Now, right. Like even before even before that, I had Jean going all the time, and I'm always mm-hmm. trying to keep my health up. What and about Benny I just, Boy? I I, never, I I don't use Benny. I just never have. What? Yeah, I I, I, don't I, I, use I know. Benny? I know. I don't. I have him C six. I've got artifacts and stuff for him, but I just, I just never break him out, and I don't know why. I I will never. <clears throat> Benny is legitimately the best character in this game. I like, I, oh, I know. Oh. I know. I just and I need to. I need just. To, yes, you do. To to, to to do something with that. Um. Especially because I heard that he just like makes you all like really really busted. He makes anyone really really busted. He has a huge <laughs> damage increase whenever you're inside of his ult, and he mm-hmm. has a massive heal. Like it's yeah. There's literally he's amazing. Like there's I, <laughs> I know the best character. I know. I know, and I need to get around. I, I will. I've used him before, and I will. But I feel like whenever you play him for the first time, it's gonna be like that puzzle piece that was finally missing, and you're gonna go. <gasps> Oh my god, what have I done all of this time playing without him? Oh yeah, well it's just like, I never used Fischl before. Fischl is supposed to be like like one of the most amazing support batteries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean she's not Benny level still, but yeah yeah, she is 
incredibly good at what she does, especially for free to play unit. Yeah. Yeah, and so like I never used her uh, because I mm-hmm. always had this stigma with bow users. Um, yeah. And but it took Yayline to break that stigma for me because right. Yayline's just you know dumb like triple S she's, or whatever she is, and she's. Um, She's super sexy. Let's be yeah, honest here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm not trying not to state the overly obvious. I think by now our listeners know where you where we stand on that. S tier ability, S tier <laughs> yeah. hotness. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, uh, but so I started using her because I took Kuki out of my um, out of my Eula team, right. my superconduct team, and I was like, well, I'm trying to get stop using healers, so I'll leave. Layla in there for the shield because mm-hmm. my Layla's got like 180 ER and like a butt ton of hit points so like her shield is like super crazy good and it's always available mm-hmm. so I've been rocking that and I was like well I'll put Fish on there and see how she does as you know a battery since I have her at C6 as well so I've got Oz on the field all the time mm-hmm. right. and it's been really good because you know the Electro and the Supercharge Superconduct does I think like a, the physical damage shred yeah, so no, it's 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 been good. So I'm, I'm learning I'm learning new things as I move on. So so you're you're much more of, of a player from the vibe for the vibes. Oh less yeah. than the the meta no, game. All, yeah. uh, all all my teams are themed. Like you got to have a theme. Right. It's like I used to play Magic the Gathering, and mm-hmm. you can build decks that just throw a bunch of crap in there and just make it work based on whatever card is the best. Right, but you're a but, thematic builder. Yeah, no, man. This is this is my artifact deck. This is my elf deck. This is my soldier <laughs> deck, or whatever it is. You know, it's, it's got to right, be right. a theme. I got to feel it. You know, throw myself right. into it. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, so uh, I'm hoping that uh, got both Nouvellet and Rossley kind of work into this where it meshes with me more. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, just just going on aesthetics, Rossley and Nouvellet both look amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I just I just want to go shoot. Uh, what you call it water you know water hydro pump beams yeah um, i mean know, so that's what i'm looking forward to yeah i mean that brings us to another <laughs> conversation of you know what do you think about the hydro traveler because he's got some he's got some water beams he's got uh, some pew pew beams yeah he does i toyed with it for a little bit but haven't i haven't really done anything with the traveler since i had like dendro traveler for like the longest mm-hmm. time and that was great um but then i got um i got nahita Mm-hmm. And then I never needed to use Dendro Traveler again. Yep. So I was like, well, and he just kind of sat there. And then I went and I got, you know, the new Hydro one. And I was just I was like, oh, I got cool little pew pew beams. Why is my health dropping? This is yep. terrible. <laughs> I, was yep. like, I was like, I hate everything about this. Yeah, Hydro Hydro Traveler is the trolliest of all travelers, I think, in regards to his abilities. Yeah. It is absolutely hilarious. There's only like one meme build that i found with dendro application that manages to make it somewhat good but even then it's just it's a joke got you but um but yeah he he is kind of like um nouvellet in a little bit in some ways but just nouvellet's like a you know bazillion times better version of him yeah so i'm, so, I'm really excited to see that but i'm on my 50 yeah. 50 so if i lose it then as long as I don't get Tenari again, because I've gotten Tenari like my last like fifty fifty losses. R.I.P. Um, yeah, it just over and over. I've got like C three Tenari now or something. Ew. Um, I'm but sorry. I, I but I've been here since like launch. I still don't have a Chichi and I still don't have a Mona. Really? Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I have 
yeah, that's yeah, that's what everybody says. Everybody's like, oh, I got Chi-Chi. And it's like, dude, I, if I got my first I, Chi-Chi, I'd be ecstatic. I can't stop getting Chi-Chi's, so. Oh, yeah. No. Next time I get one, I'll pack her up and send her your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, man. I'll take a, I'll take a Chi-Chi, a Mona, or more Dea Constellations, because I'm up to C2 Dea now, so. Um, <laughs> man, you, re- you really are a player for the vibes, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Dea is great. Hey, Dea is, Dea is, uh, Dea is meta under the water, man. Her self-healing ability. She, she she actually <laughs> is decently good in a um, in a Linny combination. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I hear. Yeah, so she's actually not bad there for the first time ever. But still, it there's still like four other better versions of that same oh exact build. So uh, yeah, yeah, but but none she's of not them top tier. No, but no, none of them look and have that that personality that Daya has. So. Uh, let's just be honest here. Dea, it was a miss on meta. She's a win <laughs> on character. She's, She's a, a win on, on everything else. But yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Oh, so uh, yeah, quick social plug on here. Uh, you know, everybody listening on it, you know where to find us uh, on Twitter or X, whatever the hell they want to call it now. Uh, <laughs> at HoyoCast, uh, I try to keep up with it with the news and uh, any kind of special announcements and posts that we'd like to share. Uh, sometimes I'll take screenshots and things out of the Discord community and share those if I think they're entertaining. Um, you can also find at HoyoCast and at that Ranman. That's Rice Cream on Twitch. Uh, sometimes when we go live, I'm probably going to start doing some more with that. Um, especially now that I've got a PS5 mm-hmm. so I can start streaming again. Right. Um, if I can get a camera for it. So that'll be a lot of fun. And if we can start getting some community events going, maybe we can start live streaming that and that'll be good. Yeah, because cool. I'd like to do a lot more with that. Like we used to have like a like the teapot contest, and like we want to do some other things that you know just got people doing the multiplayer and have like you know little rewards and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can do that again, that'll, that'll be good times. Yeah, true that. Yeah, uh, you can also join the Discord channel, Discord.gg. I think it is slash uh, the Resonance. Uh, Discord. Me, I think. Yeah, right? so it's also Discord.me. So there's like two different links now, uh, because we hit like a certain like like server oh, level. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, I might need to sense. update these show notes because uh, yeah, because we we got the we got this the the actual integrated Discord link and don't talked about it uh, before, but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't pay a whole hell of a lot of attention, which is probably not a a good start for me. No, we did. I, I did the same thing. Whenever he goes through the important information that doesn't have something directly to do with me or the game, I'm like, la la la. la. Oh yeah, we've already done this. Uh, your thing, man. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, uh, no review reading, but uh, if you'd like to leave us review, uh, you can leave them on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And on Apple Podcasts, if you leave a five star review, you can actually type one out, and you can actually request us to read your review reading live on the show in a character's voice of your choosing. Um, some of them have been better than others based on who's reading them. But they've and all been pretty bad. They've all been pretty <laughs> awful, yeah. So if, if you really don't like a character and want to hear us butcher their voice, then yeah, leave us a five-star review. And we'll, uh, there you go. We, we will do it the injustice that you request. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually <laughs> still have that one that was left that they wanted us to do with the three paragraphs, and I've still got that on oh, the books. Oh, man. I think I got away. Just don't make gonna... us work. Just don't make us work <laughs> that hard. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think I got a way to get that one worked in here. So uh, so we're gonna get to that. I think that was the last like really big good uh, review that was left on uh, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. But people are still ranking the show, which is great. Uh, we're mm-hmm. just not getting very many typed out reviews. 
Right. So, but we'll get around to it. Uh, so moving on, uh, we don't have a whole lot of news this week. Um, like I said, we're coming up on version 4.1, so we are in that kind of little bit of lull where the games let everybody get caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, right for the big release. Uh, but the first piece that we got is the the prize giveaway, the Fragrance and Thaw Hutao Fan Art Contest. And that will run from September 19th until October 10th. Uh, in which case, during the event, you can use the hashtags, hashtag Engine Impact, hashtag Hutao, and hashtag Fan Art Contest, where you can post original fan art that meets the requirements of the event. Uh, and basically, it's just make some nice fan art of Hutao, share it with the hashtags, and then they will choose some winners uh, to get some prizes. The first prize winner will get 3,000 Primo Gems and $500 US. Uh, second prize will be three winners, where they will each get a 1,000 Primo Gems and $200 US. Uh, five third place winners will get 500 Primo Gems and $100 US. And then 10 lucky prize winners will get uh, $20 worth of merchandise prizes. So I like, I like how they throw out like 500 Primo Gems and $100. It's like yeah, right? the amount of Primo Gems you'd get for $100 is so much more than 500 mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, I think, I think that's wild. Uh, yeah. Even more ridiculous at the three thousand versus the the five hundred dollars that you get as well. Oh yeah, we were um, to, like when's that grand prize? And three thousand primos. Okay, cool. And then five, you know, five hundred bucks. Like, what what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I'll buy like six more of those three thousand. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, appreciate the free money. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. Hope they accept stick figures because yeah, I'm going in there yeah, with the take- intent to win. <laughs> You, you see that sometimes these contests, especially, but I think these are like voted by the people at Hoyo instead of uh, like fan voted. I don't think you understand this. These are like <laughs> great, great stick figures, okay. not just normal stick figures. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. It's like a premium edition stick figures. Mm-hmm. Colors inside the lines and everything. Okay. Yeah, it it's makes be... you think of the old uh, stick fight animations from back before the internet was really a thing. That's right. I, yep. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, the second piece of news we got is the Steambird Special Edition, the variation on debris and metal. Uh, basically, it was a just a Steambird issue that issued out covering a lot of the new areas uh, mm-hmm. in Fontaine that we're going to go to in 4.1. Uh, the first being the wondrous construct in the sky, the Fontaine Research Institute, which are the floating water blocks uh that are all surrounded by the broken uh waterways up in the mm-hmm. sky that we are super excited to get to because that was like the coolest thing that we saw in like yeah. the, the area trailer um its full name is the fontaine research institute of kinetic Ener- energy engineering and albeit being the largest clockwork mecca research organization in fontaine its work seems to have been suspended after an accident water mm. suspended in midair What's more striking about the area are the condensed water bodies that hover in the air due to gravitational distortion. The challenges and treasures hidden within await only the most valiant adventurers. Uh, so, no, this place looks amazing. Um, yeah. And I think one of my one of the things I really loved about it is like when we saw the area and they were teasing it. Because I think we saw they were playing like Lynette, and she was like using her wind glider to fly towards it. Mm-hmm. Just like in the air, and then when she got to the side of it, she just spun into the water and just went straight into swimming. Yeah, 
and then so like vice versa if you like swim too far you like go to the edge and will you just fall out and just start going into a free fall i think so yeah so that's going to be fun and dangerous um yeah but, but very very interesting uh either way so <laughs> no uh what do you think about the uh, the fontaine research institute yeah i mean there's um there's so many cool areas that we're getting this time, which, you know, you're about to talk about in just a second. But, mm-hmm. yeah, this one in specific, like, you know, we've seen this one since we got to Fontaine. Um, it's definitely intriguing. So I'm really glad that we get to go in there and see what's up. It really is, like, the most unique thing we've seen in the game so far, I think, in terms of, like, new areas. Certainly the most mysterious, at least. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. No, I'm super stoked, and I really hope that they... That they do a lot with this, mm-hmm. um, because no, that, that that's going to be pumped. I think. Yeah. Uh, the second chapter is the mysterious underwater stronghold, the Fortress of Meripede or Meripide. Is Meripide or Meripede? I think it's Meripide. Meripide. Okay. I think it's Meripide. Yeah. Cool. It's it's probably French, and I don't speak French, so so <laughs> we're, we're going to go with Fortress of Meripide. <laughs> The Vorsen Meripide is an underwater stronghold that has a measure of autonomy and self-governance from Fontaine's legal systems. This is where those who have stood trial and been sentenced are sent, and it is also the largest manufacturer of Fontaine's clockwork mecca. More about the Fortress of Meripide says, Credit coupons, a currency only used in the Fortress of Meripide, where it has it, it can be used to purchase anything except for freedom and life. The Coupon Cafeteria, uh, meals here in the Fortress of Meripide are mainly provided by the Coupon Cafeteria, and it's also worth mentioning that one person can receive one welfare meal per day that includes a free meal full of surprises and a fortune slip, which is uh, very ominous sounding. Yeah. Uh, with enough credit coupons, one can also purchase meals to their liking. <laughs> for, for more information about the distribution of welfare meals, please consult Bran, the clockwork mecca, who is an employee of the Coupon Cafeteria. Um, so... So, first of all, it sounds like really bad factory conditions <laughs> there. <laughs> right? Uh, so, this, like, this was actually a thing, like, back in in America. Back, like, mm-hmm. when there's, like, an indu- like, it's industrial, like, upcoming. Mm-hmm. Where they had that, where there were the factory workers would actually live on the company grounds, yeah, and they would get paid in currency or coupons that were only good at the company store where they could buy goods and groceries and things like that. Yeah, the commissary, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is very much very reminiscent of that, and it's just like, oh, this is this this is not good. But it also it is also supposed to be like a prison. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think like what it is is um, it's definitely trying to mirror, or I, I should say, refer back to those times in the mm-hmm. U.S. Like these really terrible, poor factory conditions that people have to go through. Um, oh yeah, and I, I like that they're that they're doing that here. I think that it's really cool, and um, I don't know. It, it I think they really captured the aesthetic of it as well. Because it's just like so steampunky and like oh, I love industrial it. with giant machines everywhere, and then like these little mm-hmm. factory workers hunting yeah, about. Yeah, um, pretty cool. I also do like that um, in the first in the four the chapter one of the Archon Quest in Fontaine. 
Um, during mm-hmm. the trial, when they're interviewing the uh, the Fontaine, the guard, um, the one that melted, mm-hmm. before he did the confession, uh, like Farina mentioned to him, like, you know, are you going to tell us, you know, you can either, you know, be up front and be honest with us, or we can give you a one-way ticket to Coupon Town. Yeah, that's and, right. Oh, yeah. And at the time, we didn't know what to. that was. We were talking about like, Coupon Town. Is she talking about like, the ballot that they put in the thing to, like, find his sentence and stuff like that? But, mm-hmm. yeah, no. So I guess when she's talking about Coupon Town, she is talking about, yeah, the the, the prison. So that, that's, that's kind of neat now that I actually know what she was talking about back then. Yeah, yeah, and I like that they put in uh, can be used to be purchased anything except freedom and life. Yep, you know, just kind of going back to that. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty interesting. Like I, I like that they did it. I like how they always kind of bring in stuff from uh, real life and kind of put it in a new light. It's interesting. Oh yeah, uh, the coupons can be used at the Rag and Bone Shop. It is the most well-stocked non-official merchandise store in the Fortress of Meripide. And as long as you've got credit coupons, you'll be able to purchase all manner of items, whether it be Hydro Phantasm Taint Be Gone, that, okay, God, <laughs> or, or support items for use in the Pancration, pancration Ring? Pancration, yeah. Pancration Ring. That, that's a word. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Pancration is the most popular form of entertainment in the Fortress of Maripide. As long as special conditions are met, whether Stern Shield Crab or a Clockwork Mecca, all can stand on the stage of the Pancration Ring. So, so it looks like a fight fight ring of some kind. That's what I'm saying. Is, is this like their their lesser version of trial by combat? Like we get th- in the court system? I think that this no, I think that this is just uh this is the this is like entertainment. Kind of like in you know, prison where there's like they do like underground or, or like fight club? Know, fighting rings. Yeah, they do like <laughs> fighting rings in prison. But yeah, it, it's just like Fight Club. First but, rule but of no. pancreation is don't talk about pancreation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of I don't I don't think it's actual people that are fighting. But it's yeah, it's more like um, what do they call them? Uh, like like dog rings or yeah! cock rings and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, like, cockfighting rings. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just realized what I said. <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody cock would have said anything fighting. until you said something. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I couldn't say the cockfighting rings. Yeah, that's there you go. The last, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, like, I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, may, cool. May want to mark down the time there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Where are we? Okay, cool. Yeah, we're oh, my Lord. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, so... um. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Chapter <laughs> 3 is the new Xenochromatic Creature. Uh, the Xenochromatic Jellyfish, and during your underwater exploration, chances are you'll run into a new type of Xenochromatic Creature. And the Xenochromatic Creatures are the ones that you use your little hydro ability to take their abilities right underwater. Mm-hmm. And the new one is the Xenochromatic Jellyfish, with whose ability you'll be able to throw hat-shaped bombs that explode at your command. It's very random that it's a hat-shaped bomb, but all right. I think what they mean, like, hat is supposed to be, like, the shape of, like, the jellyfish's, like, head or hat or top part is what I'm assuming. Um, but it says that you can explode at your command, so do you just throw bombs or do you throw them and then you, like, tap again to activate them or something? I don't know. Uh, maybe you uh, throw it and you, like, hold it down and then on release it'll explode. Oh, that'd be yeah. neat. 
Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah, so uh, so we got that new feature. Um, and Chapter 4 says, New areas, new discoveries. Uh, the sub-detection unit. Uh, detection units produced by Fontaine Research Institute using new models of uh, artifice components. Its original purpose was monitoring all kinds of environmental environmental data. It was like a little like mechanical beetle. Mm-hmm. So that says when I hear like detection unit, um, I it's like oh it's used to monitor environmental stuff, and that totally just makes me think it's gonna be like corrupted into like. Like surveillance, police, like, yeah, like police yeah. monitoring or something. Whenever, like, it, okay. whenever I read that, I was like, okay, so it's used <laughs> to survey its population. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Lumatois? Lumatois? Um, Lumatois? Sure. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's a starfish or a, a a sea star, I guess. They're not starfish anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, a soft body animal that emits a gentle light, often find climbing the walls of buildings near the water or underwater. So, I are these going to be new farmable creature mats or something like like the like the Inazuma beetles? Maybe I am not sure. I don't know either. Well, uh, I think it, time will tell on that one. Yeah, I know that when it comes to the sea star thing, there is one that's like in the middle of the Fontaine Ocean. Mm-hmm. It's a regular red sea star, um, but if you go to it, it says like interact, and then but then if you hit it, it doesn't do anything. It says cannot access this. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I'm wondering if that maybe has to do something with this or something that could haven't be released yet. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of people are like, what is this thing? And I was like, I don't know. And I found it, too. I was like, okay, cool. So I put a mark on it. So I'll go back to it whenever it launches. Right. Uh, we have some new food coming. The tripe du port. Mm-hmm. The tomates nar- narbonnaise. Narbonnaise. Sure. And the, and the crepes. Suzette. Dude, my French is awful. I apologize. Uh, to any, any of our French listeners or people that speak French, I apologize profusely. The crepe Suzette was on point, so there you go. Okay, sweet. All right, you know, one out of three for 33%, I will take mm-hmm. that. You know, um, my, yeah, the bar is really low for me. <laughs> it, it's, it's just me trying to, like, do, like, the Sumero names all over again, and I just couldn't yeah. do it. I mean, it's me pronouncing any name in this game. Basically, so, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I'm saying this, and I'm, I'm just offending so many people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sir Arthur's Gastronomic Column. Our old friend Sir Arthur from the Steamburn has just chimed in to recommend this season's most enticing food and drinks. A great many new dishes have been launched, and they are truly a feast for the eyes and a treat for the tongue for the curious gourmets. Uh, for further details, please contact the Hotel de Bord or Café Lucerne. So, yeah, new recipes. I like. I love getting new recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know how many people like really like just like collecting new food recipes and just maxing them out, but I love maxing out recipes. I don't know why I just do. I am one of those people that I do not care much. I like that that is a thing in the game, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I care about in the game. You know what okay. I mean? But yeah. I've always told myself, you know, someday I, I ought to look through these things, you know, but will that day ever come? Probably not. But, um... Yeah, so I but I know that there are tons of people that really like the the cooking aspect of the game. So yeah, so it's like whenever I get new, I'm usually very eager to see what new recipes there are. Like when I got here, it was like, oh, there's like I can make you know Madeline cookies and uh, mm-hmm. and these new and these new like coffee drinks and freaking fish and chips for some reason. 
I was like, oh, yeah, this, yeah, this owns. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, let's go. Um, but yeah, that's just me. I, I love the new cooking thing. I love maxing recipes. So yeah, the more of these, the better. Oh, yeah. oh garlic, garlic yeah. bread. By the way, we got garlic bread in Fontaine, so that's already makes it like the best food true. expansion in the game. True, true that. Uh, chapter five says the adventurers call them cha- uh, challenge notes, which we have our two new uh, Fatui enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the frost operative and the wind operative. Selected while still children, they can only become an operative after many long years of training and teaching. After countless rounds have winnowed the field, they are the most outstanding soldiers among the Fatui with extraordinary skill and unswerving loyalty. In combat, they will use the hunt down skill to attach a life bond to the character they hit. Do engage them with caution. Let's be real. Uh, these people trained their whole lives since they were children to be knocked down by me in like 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, this, this is definitely like, they, one, they look amazing, I think. <laughs> they um, do look really cool. It's just they, funny, like the practicality of like hearing the backstory of it's taken them years. There's like to all their children. I'm like, well, I beat them up in, in 20 seconds. Oh, so. I, I know you're a big Shonen guy. This just makes me, it reminds me of like the first, uh, Kamehameha mm-hmm. wave that Goku ever did in the original Dragon Ball. Uh-huh. And like Master Roach says, oh, it take, took me 40 oh, yeah. years of training uh, and concentration. He did it when he's a little it. kid. And he just like no did problem. it on his first try. I was like, okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's ex- exactly it. <laughs> But I like these new enemies. Um, I want to see them in combat. But the thing mm-hmm. that gets me is that isn't this the exact same character uh, setup as we got with the Hillitrol rogues? Yeah. Aren't the Hillitrol exactly. also frost and wind as well? Uh, no. One was one wind. Well, yeah, one was wind, but wasn't the other one? Is it hydro? Dendro? No, it's not dendro. It's either hydro or it's blue. It's either hydro or cryo for sure. Hmm, I don't know then, but yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I think they're the same setup, which is kind of yeah, switch it up. To me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone might might you know correct me on that, which would not be the first time that's happened. Hmm. Um, let's see. But then moving on, we have the new boss, the experimental field generator, a large device that has the ability to counteract the effects of gravity. According to the original design intentions, this was believed to be the first step in a plan to turn Fontaine into a city in the sky. So never again would the people have to worry about the waves that once swept over the land. During combat, it will unleash a gravity reduction field, and adventurers within this field can jump significantly higher. This gravity reduction field will be shut down if its core is annihilated by Numa attacks. So the first big boss to use the new... uh, the new Numa and Usha? I forget the, the other one. But the new uh, yeah. elemental mm-hmm. uh, mechanics. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember seeing like the teaser video. Like, they were like, jumping like, super high in the air and kind of like, floating and stuff. Right. So I think it's going to have some really cool mechanics. Yeah. This does like introduce like what was my original concern about this mechanic with the Numa and the Osama or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Osama. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so like I, I am like, that's still like got me really nervous um, just for how far they will take it. But I'm sure with mm-hmm. this, it's not going to matter too much. It's more of like um, abyss high end level stuff. That's going to get me a little nervous, but yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, this looks really cool. I'm really interested in it, and I saw you know in the in the clip, 
you can jump really high whenever it's happening. It looks like it's actually going to be one of the more fun boss fights, but unfortunately, like all boss fights, or at least if you've been playing the game for a bit, like it, you probably won't get to see much of it because you'll probably wipe it out. Yeah, in like thirty seconds. <laughs> that that was kind of my experience. Like when we first saw the um the dancing or the ice skating. Exactly. Megabyte. When I yeah. saw, it, I was like, "Oh my god, this looks amazing!" Like they're 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 pretty, and they got different mechanics yeah. based on how you fight. Well, I was like, "This looks like a great fight." Um, and you but, fight it, and you're like, "But I melt it in like 20 seconds," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Well, that's great. Yeah. So I think I, I think I just need to go in there with like a weaker team and just actually I just enjoy the fight and just kind of like spectate it while not like murdering them in like record time. And I maybe, did that with. Sorry, go ahead. No, as I was saying, maybe that'll let me appreciate the fight a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I I think that that is um, probably the way to do it, like, once, you know, at least. Sure. So you can kind of appreciate, you know, what's happening during it. But, yeah, then you can go in and crush it every time, so. Yeah, I mean, it's it, because it just seems like they put so much effort in these, it just seems like a waste not to take the time and appreciate it. Yeah, first time whenever we fought the, the Wanderer boss, right, mm-hmm. like, in, in the story. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I purposely took my sweet time going through everything there just because I wanted to see, like, the full layout of everything and how it would operate wave to wave and all that kind of stuff, so. Oh, yeah, same, and it def- same thing. definitely helps that the music in that fight freaking owned. That's very true, yeah. So when we got our the last piece is the last boss, uh, the Millennial Pearl Seahorse, one of two sovereigns standing at the apex of the Fontamer Aberrants. Poets and authors often proclaim it to be proud and noble due to its solitary tendencies, but the true reason behind such adultery descriptions is its elegant and slender body. As such, it is a pearl seahorse, while the suzerain of the armored crab is an emperor. The Xenomare Pearl beneath its head allows it to use more powerful elemental attacks and possess stronger defensive abilities. Using elemental reactions to destroy said crystallization can be of great help in the challenge. Yeah, once again, looks looks very interesting. Um, very cool looking boss. Can't wait to see how the mechanics work. But yeah, going to have to take it slow in the first try. Yeah, no, no. I think that this uh, this one is super pretty looking. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that last shot of you got it where, and me and Don had like covered these before when we got like just the teaser look, but I like this more in-depth story background of these. Um, but in that final shot in the bottom of the steamer article where it's like in that, in that like prancing, like that, that, that raised up pose, mm-hmm. it looks really, really good. So, um, I'm excited to see how this plays out. Um, I think that it looks fantastic, but I do feel like it's going to be another one of those. Oh, this looks great, and then let's go farm for materials. Okay, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I feel yeah. like I feel like most bosses are kind of getting that way. Yeah, that that's the thing. But yeah, the design on it is great, and you know that's what's most important. And um, yeah, it'll it'll be exciting for a good bit. So. Uh, so what? Which boss do you think is going to have which materials for who? Do you have any speculation? I not really. I have no idea who who will uh, or what will have for who. Basically, okay. okay what's good, your thought? What's your thought on it? Oh, I have absolutely no clue because, like, yeah, Rosley is cryo, mm-hmm. and Nuvolet is hydro. So I don't see either the exactly the field generator or the seahorse having Dropping to do with those. either one of them. Yeah, uh, there's nothing obvious about it. So, 
I mean, maybe the field general has something to do with uh, Fremenet. But maybe shrug. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I really have no clue. But I mean, Navi is Geo, so maybe the experiment field generator will have some stuff with Geo. Um, Could be. It's really anyone's guess at this point. Yeah, and then the the seahorse could probably be something for uh, Chlorine. Yeah, I think that that's the one that probably makes the most sense. I mean, that I'm just trying to mesh up what I think they look like in the elements with uh with the characters that we know have the uh, the, the 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 vision that matches up to it. Right. So. But uh, yeah, so that is it for the news. Uh, so basically, uh, the Steamboat Special Edition was just a little more background and in depth, just kind of like fun coverage of what we saw in the uh, in the live stream mm-hmm. program. Uh, so no, just just a good little fun uh, kind of recap on that. Uh, but no, definitely lots to look forward to in terms of new enemies, new areas, new bosses. Um, yeah, four is going to be good, I think. Yeah, definitely. Four four point one, right? Uh, four point one. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, so it's looking good. Awesome. Yeah, no, 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 very excited. So that will be it for the news. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a little break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to do a little bit of coverage of uh, Monsieur Nouvellet uh, with his release character teaser and some of his abilities that we've got information on. So we will be back in a moment. Good little short break. Get a drink. Take a breath. Refresh and ready to rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Nouvellet's character teaser trailer. What did you think? Um, I thought it looked great. I, I did see leaks of it beforehand, but you know, having it kind of out in the open now um, definitely cleared some th- stuff up because I, I saw an unfinished version of it a while ago. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it looks much nicer than it did then, which definitely put me more at ease. I, I think that he's going to be very good. I think that there's going to be we won't. There's certain things that I still have question marks about, like um, does he get resistance to um, like knockback or anything like that mm-hmm. whenever he's doing his charged ability? Um, and I want to know what the hydro application is whenever he does the beam. Um, is it every instance of damage or, you know, how, how often are, are we getting the um, application effect? So like those kind of things will really solidify if he's a monster or not. Right. Yeah. But from just the way his kit looks so far, like he looks very good. looks strong. Um, all the animations look very good. The ability to have that beam and still be able to move. Oh yeah. He's got is... that water kind of float thing going on. Exactly. Exactly. Which is, which is pretty cool. It's it still looks a little odd to me, like mm-hmm. that it's just like floating, moving kind of thing. It it seems a little more elegant with um, the Wanderer for he, some he, reason. I don't. Did you ever play Overwatch? 
yes, like when it first launched. Oh, okay. So he there's a character in Overwatch called Sigma. Uh-huh. Uh who who's got this kind of like float thing and he does like, he works like gravity and stuff like that. And Nuvolet's animations kind of look like that where he just like kind of stands and just like does it like almost like T-pose kind of thing and mm-hmm. just holds out one hand and does his special ability. It looks, it does look a little kind of goofy. Right. Well, and also like the other thing is is that when Wanderer does it, he's um anima, so mm-hmm. like it makes more sense. Yeah. And with uh, Nouvellet, um, I just, I'm not quite there on how that operates. So, uh, yeah, but those are tiny little visual details. Um, his kit on its own, like looks very strong. Now I, I will say from the, um, from what we saw, the, the charged beam, mm-hmm. like it goes off for about three seconds. Like the, the beam itself goes off for about three seconds, but it also, takes about like three seconds to charge it yeah apparently unless you use those um those little things that proc from his ultimate ability that you see it like drops like six of those balls yeah the the droplets yeah the droplets um so and apparently if you get three uh apparently there's like no charge time to it so that's going to be an intricate part of the kit where it's going to be like Pop the ult to get the droplets, then use the beam, use the beam again, and then, you know, go through your rotation. So, yeah. But yeah. And I also want to see uh, what is, um, what his generation is like and everything like that in order to um, keep his abilities, you know, going. I, I don't know also what the cost of his ultimate is yet. So all of those things are big factors, but he looks, he looks really cool so far. Looks pretty promising as far as the, being like really powerful yeah uh to start off with the uh his first thing his uh his elemental skill is called mm-hmm. oh tears i shall repay in which he summons a raging waterfowl that does aoe hydro damage in front of him uh that damage is based on his maximum hit points so another hp built character uh which is always good because hp is super easy to build right um after hitting an opponent, this skill will generate three source water droplets near said opponent. So basically, you'll hit that to, I guess, get the more droplets to prep up your beam. Yeah. Um, and then his elemental burst is called O Tides I Have Returned, in which he unleashes waves that will deal AoE hydro damage based on his max hit points. After a short interval, two waterfalls will descend and deal hydro damage in a somewhat smaller aoe and will generate source water droplets within an area in front um the animation of that looks like super cool right uh the way it just kind of like zooms in like off his face and he's got like both hands on his on his cane just like you know smacks it down and just crap just explodes everywhere (laughs) um and then it generated like six of the water droplets so i think that it feels like he's going to be a character that cycles back and forth, uh, using his skill to charge up for the beam, using the beam, and then going back and using his skill, and then his burst, and it's a lot of back and forth, uh, similar to things like like Yanfei and uh, and Ido. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think he's going to be on the field for quite some time. Whenever you put him out, yeah, no, he, to he totally looks like an onfielder. Yeah, so um, rotation like. That's where it gets into, like, how wonky will it get when you have a character that's out on the field quite often. Like, 
what are your support characters going to look like based on what his needs are, you know? Sure. So, yeah, I'm curious to see, like, you know, what all the specifics are. But either way, off to a good start. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Um, I will, I, I am speculating, since we don't know his kit yet, that a lot of these issues, because Dalton brought it up as well uh, when we mm-hmm. talked about him, is that he was real concerned about the charge time and then also, like, longevity of things like the beam and the special and whatnot. And I, I do think that a lot of that is going to be hidden, is going to be tucked away in his constellations. I mean, yes. I, I It looks like already, like, I'm not too worried about the charge time anymore because Dalton and I were talking about that um, a while ago when, whenever we saw the leaked footage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of my main concerns. But, yeah, it does look like those water droplets pretty much eliminate the charge time. So that's just going to be like getting the rotation down of it. Sure. Um, but yeah, the rest of it, like there's still like so much there that could be a big problem if it's not taken care of in his kit somewhere, Mm -hmm. or you may have to put them with, you know, very specific supports. So we'll, we'll have to see. Cause like, for instance, if if you can get knocked down easily, Mm -hmm. if he doesn't have, you know, like, uh, like stun resistance, basically, um whenever he's doing his beam right like that would be terrible yeah well that'd be like lisa's issue that she has like she has her constellations that have to reduce her interruption so she actually charge up her attack and stuff yes exactly and so like interruption that was it was escaping me for some reason but um but yeah that's that's exactly the problem so if that is the case then i know automatically i'm going to need a heavy shielder sure so um like those kinds of situations yeah i have to i have to figure that out and I, I want a team that doesn't need a healer or a shielder just so I can free myself of um, Zhongli and Benny Boy um, and be able to put in like an all damage kind of scenario. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to do these days. You maybe so. Kokomi, you know, throw out the jellyfish, kind of just healing yeah, but it's, damage. It's another, yeah, but that's not, I mean, like. Uh, no one throws in Kokomi for for damage, really. Like, she's God mode healer. But yeah. um, if you want to, if you want to have like damn, even honestly, if you want, if you want damage and healing, you're Benny, better off with Benny by a long shot with pretty much almost anything. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, that's that. But we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, did you have a chance to watch his uh, character uh, animation? Yeah, yeah, I okay. saw the animations. Yeah, so what did you think about that? They're very kind of like brooding, I thought. Yeah, um, you know, we just don't know a lot about his character yet still. Mm-hmm. Like, we've only got him in very specific circumstances, and honestly, a lot of them have been kind of sadder circumstances. So yeah, I need to see more of him. But yeah, I mean, like, it, it definitely has that vibe to the animations um but admit that's just maybe how he is all the time maybe you know? I, now he did smile when uh when he was talking to his uh his secretary i think her i think their name is celine did he Selena. yeah so when like okay. when, when he's like in his trance and he's like remembering like you know he's like reflecting back right and then, then you hear the 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 melazine's like you know i mean sure to let or you know the new trial's about to begin you're about to wake up and he wakes up and it's like, oh, thanks for reminding me. And he's actually like smiling, like he's just like happy, mm-hmm. uh, which is which was kind of weird because I don't think we've seen him like that because he's always been very kind of like sad and brooding and like not looking forward to the trials and 
you know, going over the things that have been happening. Um, yeah. So that was really nice to see. But he also reflects back, like, you know, I don't know why I was born in this form. Uh, you know, how do I, you know, he's like, how do I learn how to be like the humans are and with this, with this long life that I have? Right. Which I think is pretty much at this point all but confirmed that he is the Hydro Dragon. Yeah, uh, I think I think so. Yeah. yeah, just just from his design, from the way he carries himself, from mm-hmm. the way that oh, you know, when it's raining, the Hydro Dragon is is crying, and then yeah. but when you solve the case and everything's happy at the end of the the four chapter two, oh look, it stopped raining because he's found peace with what he thought was an injustice. Yeah, and even uh, Genshin or uh, oh, yeah. I almost said Mihoyo again. <laughs> After Hoyo versus uh, like decision to not even put like a vision on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I think that was the biggest confirmed tip off. You know what I mean? Sure. That um, something is definitely not normal. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, they also put out. Uh, a, it was kind of neat that I like to see is that they did a little like four picture a four piece like character like synopsis mm-hmm. on the official Genshin Twitter mm-hmm. in which they I knew that the ordainer of of inexor- inexorable judgment. The Chief mm. Justice Fontaine, known as the is it is it Udex? I think that's what it is. Is renowned for his unassailable impartiality. But mm-hmm. on the personal information it says question mark, question mark, question mark, hydro instead of yeah. vision yeah so it's like okay that's what i mean yeah like they <laughs> they went out of their way to make sure that they did not say vision yeah with him so yeah that means he's either the the archon which we've confirmed he's not or he's right yeah um so we get his weapon is a catalyst his birthday is december 18th uh his mm-hmm. constellation is also question mark question mark question mark so they haven't really seen anything about the constellations um Hydro dealer who deals damage mainly through his charged attack. His charged attack unleashes a surging torrent, dealing continuous AOE hydro damage to all opponents in a straight line area in front of him. For the duration of this attack, Nuvalet can move freely and adjust the direction of his attack. So mm-hmm. definitely charge the beam and then pointy blasty. Yeah, exactly. um, I I do like that his burst is that it's not locked and just like like say like Deluke like Deluke grabs the sword he he flings out a firebird. But you right. can't really, like, direct it or anything. The fact that you're going to have continuous control of him to actually put the beam where you want it, I think it's going to make him very fun. Yes. So um, It's kind of like the, the Hydro Traveler right now. He has, like, the little pew-pew beam mm-hmm. as well. Um, but, A, like, he's stuck in one place, and the hitbox is very small. Yeah. In this version, you can freely move around, and the hitbox is huge. So... Yeah, like it's it's definitely great, very yeah. good. Yeah. Also interesting that his burst is not his core source of damage. Um, it says Nuvalet's elemental skill and burst create source water droplets around him, and when storing energy for his charge attack, he can absorb these droplets within a certain area in front, restoring his own hit points while reducing time required to fully charge his torrent. So yeah, the droplets reheal his hit points and you know channel of energy for his uh, for his energy beam. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ascension materials that we saw in here, uh, typical hydro crystals. Um, the new blue starfish that we were talking about earlier, actually on this page. Oh, okay. There so we go. So we see those there. 
Um, I think those are slime particles. I hope they're not, but I'm pretty sure that's what they are. Um, and if they are, then I hate that. <laughs> um, and also, the fourth material is just a big old question mark that says new. Ah, there we go. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they did release some story bits uh, for him as well. Uh, Nuvolet is a solitary person. Fontanians who have tried to get close to him have, without exception, been politely rejected. <laughs> to this day, no one even knows his first name since he has always asked if he referred to by his last name. He believes that close personal ties will lead to suspicions about the justness of one's judgment while he must remain a symbol of absolute justice. So no personal relations because it will skew his judgment should something involve them. Right. Uh, wow, that's, you know, uh, it's, it's harsh, but uh, I get it. But it's also very sad. Yeah, definitely. I think that maybe kind of that's, a tragic character. Yeah, I think that maybe that's why maybe he bonds with the Melazine so closely that you know, they kind of never seem to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he finds comfort with them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure. It's just he definitely. I I definitely know that like he he has this huge disconnect, right? Yeah, and um, it's definitely if assuming that he is the the water dragon. Sure. Um, it's definitely because he, he just doesn't really get human still to this day. So, um, But there's definitely something different about the Traveler, you know, mm-hmm. especially. And so I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like either way, it's it's very interesting stuff. And I, I, I kind of like his attitude so far and it makes him a much more interesting character. I completely agree. Um, it goes on to say, of course, there will always be people who just won't give up. They will say, come now, Michel Nouvellet. Not everyone will stand trial, nor will you always have to remain in the judge's seat. But is mm-hmm. that really the case? If there is an answer in his heart, Nouvellet will not reveal it. Given yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> so going on, it's like, nope, it's just gonna, this, this solitary, stoic character. Mm-hmm. Uh, given enough time, every river will overflow and flood. Every last Fontanian is guilty, with judgment and doom certain to one day fall upon them. This is neither metaphor nor rhetoric, yet Nouvellet can share this fact with no one. Truly, he is a lonesome person. So, like, everyone, because based on, like, the prophecy and everything, mm. everyone is guilty. And everyone exactly. is basically doomed to this judgment. That's that's wild to, like, know that, but then not be able to, to tell anybody. Yeah, well, it's just he knows so much more than any of us. So, <laughs> But, yeah. Very, very good character. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a hearsay section that says about Nouvellet and the trials. I am no fan. I am no rabid fan of trials. I preside over them only out of duty, for this is the task that has been entrusted to me. Uh, so basically, he's like, I don't like it. I do it because I have to. Yeah, it's a job, bro. <laughs> That's yeah, basically. Pretty, it. Oh god, yeah, I, feel, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Something to share about rainy days. Some days my mind wanders and I fantasize about walking into the rain. Uh, but don't worry, my flights of fancy don't distract me from my work. Uh, his least favorite food? Uh, how can people bring themselves to consume deep fried foods or grilled food with no sauce? The worst culprits, in my view, are those charred, baked, agilinoc cakes? Surely hmm. even eating a dehumidifying agent would be kinder on the stomach. 
So those char <laughs> those charcoal baked cakes, that's the ones that we got at the Sumero Cafe where they he whipped them up as like his specialty. Yeah. Um and even Paimon was like, What? Yeah. Uh yeah, that's so, very odd. Yeah. Um so yeah, he goes on to say, I usually do my best to avoid forming personal relationships or even collaborating with others outside of established procedures. But you have shown yourself to be trustworthy, and you have no problematic entanglements with Fontaine's local factions. Therefore, I would be pleased to journey with you. So, basically, because the Traveler is an outsider to Fontaine, he doesn't have to maintain that that level of detachment. He doesn't have the baggage. Exactly, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new friend, no baggage, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, I, I like that. Um, I meant to touch on one thing I forgot to bring up is that in the character animation that we saw, mm-hmm. when he's brooding and he's going over his past, it's like, you know, how do I, you know, maybe perhaps, you know, if I learn how these humans work, then, you know, I will come to understand things better. A, a woman's voice comes up and says, well, why don't you go and find out for yourself? Who do you, excuse me, who do you think that is? Boy, I, I don't even remember that, but I feel I feel like I should have clocked that. Um, I have no. It, I'm assuming it is not the Hydro Archon's voice, right? So it's not Fiorina's voice, but that's my thought. My so thought, maybe it's the previous one. Exactly. That's where yeah. I think it is. Is that you know why don't you go and find out for yourself? Is somebody that knows of his origin? I feel, which mm-hmm. would be the original Hydro Archon before Fiorina. Yeah, because I I think that they were probably very close, and he there or she set him on the task that he currently has. Yeah, but she always probably wanted him to do more. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels like a Ruka Devada Nahida kind of deal. Yeah, except like you know Nahida's not you know or, or he's not like the reincarnation of. Right, it's two archon. separate entities. Yeah, but it, it feels very much in the same vein. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I like, do agree with you. I have to go, but you carry on and, you know, move forward. Right. Um, so that that's my speculation. I could be wrong. It could be something else. Hell, it could be Alice for all that I know. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think that's where it's going to fall. But I didn't know if maybe you had a take on that. No, I think that that... Um... That is most likely the answer, but we'll see. Okay, cool. Well, I hope I'm right, because I remember I originally thought that he was going to be like a, um, a what did you call it, an Oceanid, and uh, I think yeah. that you originally called definitely as a dragon, and uh, nah, you, you, you nailed it, so. Yeah, well, first I said it may be um, a villain, like. Oh, yeah, me maybe, too. I thought Maybe the Jester or something like that. Like, I thought it was potentially going to be him, but then I very quickly was like, oh, yeah, it's it's the dragon. It's a yeah, yeah, especially going through the story, like, no, there's no way he's a villain now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do think he's going to play a really big role in how uh, Arlecchino gets the Gnosis. Oh, 100%. Um, he's he's going to have to, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up our nice, lengthy, in-depth discussion on Muvalette. Uh Now we just got to wait for him to come out so we can throw our pulls and hopefully not be disappointed. Yes, please. So uh, I will. So, are you think you're going to throw some at Nuvalet? Are you going? Are you going all in on uh, on Rothsley? It depends 100 percent on the <laughs> the rest of the stats for both of them. I, I think if if they're both great, mm-hmm. boy, honestly, ooh, that's tough because I I like the place. 
I, I like the animations and I like the like badass beat em up guy of Rotham or whatever his name is. Rothley. Yeah. Rothel. Rockham Sock of Rotham. There you go. <laughs> um, honestly, missed opportunity on them there. Um but no, I like I like that style better. Um that totally looks that totally looks like just a you thing. Yeah, well it's just very anime, you know? <laughs> it uh, is. It and is so like anime. it looks really cool and, and so there's that but I don't know, like Nouvellet is such an amazing character that I don't know, I think I I'm probably gonna have to pull at least um C zero on both. Okay. Maybe get maybe get one of them up to C two. Oh wow! Okay, we'll see. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I, I think, like I said, I think that Rothley looks amazing, but I, I don't. I just don't think his playstyle is my thing. Um, that's like Hazel. Like Hazel's like stupid. Hazel's like stupid good, right? Right. Yeah, but the whole just up close, you know, punchy melee thing just isn't really my jam. Um, it just looks so cool, and his yeah, is does. honestly so fluid looking. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. So, but uh, yeah, well, uh, let's hope our, that our pulls do us justice. I really hope that both characters are really, really good. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are actually we are passing one out. Wow, we really got carried away with that one. Um, <laughs> so we'll move on to a question of the week. Uh, this one is provided by Deslam. He's actually got two or three that he's like thrown at us. Some uh, good ones, yeah. Yeah, he's had some good. He's had some really goofy ones. Um, Those are good ones. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like this one. He threw one. He's like, oh, you know, something about Muppets. And I was like, maybe I'll get to that later. That's a silly question. (laughs) But this one he asks, uh, Deslam says, even though any of these options would be such an ideal to have, would you rather Mm -hmm. A, epitomized path banner carries over like the guarantees do after 50-50 losses, so it no longer resets, so you can... Try and right. get your guaranteed on your weapon. Um, B, an option to target one particular artifact from a domain at a boosted rate. So, for instance, right now I am farming Pale Flame, uh, but it shares a domain with Tenacity of the Melolith. Mm-hmm. It would allow you to say, I want more Pale Flames, or I want more Tenacity based on what you're farming for. Right. Or C... The ability to select one of three four stars on a banner after 50-ish pulls. So kind of like a, a pity before a four-star character on a banner. And he says that that was basically inspired by uh, Dalton's frantic desperation to get his last Farazhan constellations and was mm-hmm. unable to do it. Yeah. Um. So I, I do think that, like, I feel like the epitomize path like that's something I wish more people would be able to interact with, like with their legendary weapons. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that legendary weapons are honestly like a very big part of the character as well. Like oh, yeah. they come with story and everything like that. And it optimizes your character and it changes in some cases dramatically changes their play style. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish that more people had the opportunity to um, mess around with that, but there's two issues there. Okay. And this only fixes one of them, right? So there's the 50-50 doesn't carry over. Yep. But you also have to put in so much more. It's it's 200, right? Or yeah. what was it? Uh, yeah. You have to put in way more to be able to get your guarantee. So, because like the 50-50 being carried over, mm-hmm. 
like that's great but honestly if you know you want their legendary weapon even if that the 50 50 didn't carry over you would still be able to do it as long as you did it within the the time of it being started and ended in the time of it being um on right or available so but really it's just it takes too many pulls to do it relative to a five-star character you have to do oh, so many extra pulls so you think that the 50 50 epitomized pass thing would be better if the pity like say share the same rate as the five-star characters yeah i think if you got the guarantee at the same time as the five-star characters okay and it carried over, then I would yeah. definitely say that because I think that legendary weapons should be interacted with more in this game. Okay, it's really sweet. just it's really just something for the whales right now. Okay. Um, and then, so I, I think that would be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, practically, B is the best option because you're doing that the most, right? Yes. Correct. Um, so I, I think that that would be a good option for like quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then C, like this would be the least out of the two, I think, just because we do get like four stars a good bit. And we also get some free ones from events and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it would be great. But I think one just has a lot of practical application. And then the other one would bring something that is basically exclusively for whales to regular people. Okay. So I think that those two are the better option. And considering you still don't have the full problem solved with A, I think that the answer would be B. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, as somebody that has thrown Primos at the weapons banner, um, I've gotten mm-hmm. super, I've gotten really, really lucky on them. Uh, I've got right. three actual character weapons. I got Dea Sword, um... I got Ito Sword and I got Yelan's bow. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a bunch of other weapons like off like just like the standard banner or like a lost fifty fifty. I got like um the Jade Cutter, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Amos bow, and I think some other stuff that I can't remember. But um and, yeah. and and that and that's great. I think that like you said that characters that can get their actual character weapon. It yeah. just it changes so much. Um, yeah, because like the characters where I have it, like I, I have their weapon for three different characters, mm-hmm. and in all of the cases, I had to go to max pulls to get it. So I had to get two incorrect uh, for the guaranteed. I had to get two incorrect ones, and then get the correct one. So it was so much money, yeah. as opposed to with just a character, it's one incorrect one, and then you're guaranteed on the next one. And it's I think just, that hurts ugh. so much too is that if you don't get it and the banner changes, it resets. Yeah, that's the other problem is that it yeah. does not carry over. So that, like, but that's why I've always said like, if you ever plan on pulling for a weapon, be ready. Like, you yeah exactly. Like plan to get that weapon, and that means like invest everything that you can until you get that guarantee. Like it's a hopefully you get it on your first guarantee, but. You know, if you have to go all the way to the third, then just be prepared for it because, yeah, the fact that it doesn't carry over makes it like a double whammy of a pain. Yeah, it just so, kicks you while you're down, dude. It's really bad. Exactly. I, I got, I've been so furious every single time. What should be fairly enjoyable mm-hmm. made it an incredibly bad experience for me every yeah, single it, time I Because you feel one. like you're wasting so much currency. 
I feel like I'm wasting so much yeah. currency, aka money, yeah. and the fact that yeah, then I also have the pressure of the clock. Like I have to get it before this, you know, date mm-hmm. because then all of it's for naught. So yeah, yeah. like there's those things just need to be fixed. I don't know why they they haven't brought it down to just match five star characters. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, because I I know I know like I know like for some of them, like I said, they completely bust them. Like I got Yaland's bow. Mm-hmm. And giving her that over, I think she was, what was she running, like stringless or something before? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the difference. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. But yeah, no, the B is definitely the the, the, the perfect choice here um, yeah. because the artifact grind never ends. Yeah. And I have like, I probably have like five like amazing Melodist sets now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am still not happy with my one Pale Flame set for Eula. Because I have like yeah. I have like two pieces that still have defense subsets on them, um, and if you know anything about me, if it has defense on a primary set or even a subset, I don't care if it's got if it's a crit rate piece and it's got it rolls nothing but crit damage in a subset. If I see defense and I'm throwing it in the garbage. Yeah, exactly. I, um, I still think that they should rework the mechanics of um, somehow being able to re-roll a substat. Like yeah. that would make things way easier. If I have to use, that. if you can use solvents or something anything mm-hmm. just to to mitigate this this endless grind but um yeah no, to answer the dance question not be able to choose or prioritize one artifact set over another i i'm 100 down on that uh yeah pl- that please just thank you and more of that <laughs> uh so yeah so not good question on that um if you have a question of the week that you would like to submit and hear us answer you can submit it in our question of the week section of the discord channel um, in which, uh, you know, I said every week we'll pick one out. If I think it's interesting, we'll go over it, and hopefully you will appreciate the answers that we give. Um, so, Decim, I know you've got like five in the hopper. Oh, that's one down. One day we'll get to your Muppet question, I promise. <laughs> so I think that is going to be it for this week. Uh, yeah, pr- pretty good uh, lengthy episode. Maybe uh, next week, uh, if you get a chance to play through, uh, we mm-hmm. will cover uh, Lenny's character chapter. Yes, uh, the Felis Fuchsius chapter, um, mm-hmm. and we can kind of touch upon that. If not, does four point one drop this upcoming week or the week after? I think it's the week after. Is it? okay. I know that after the last year, you usually have like two weeks of buffer. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, maybe uh, next week we can go over to Lenny's chapter, and then we will be primed, locked, and loaded for version four point one. Yeah. Actually, oh wait, uh, I am wrong. Uh, it actually comes on September twenty seventh. Oh my god! Okay, so yeah, that is uh, that's going to be next Wednesday. So yeah, no, it sounds like uh, next week is going to be the big uh, four point one impressions, mm-hmm. uh, and then yep. we'll get around to Lenny's uh, magical journey and his character chapter. I've already played through it; it was actually very, very good. Yeah, um, yeah. If, if if you haven't played through Lenny's character chapter, definitely do so. Um, it, it, it's a fun trip. So awesome! So we will wrap it up there. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been another episode of The Resonance. And uh, we will get this up, and we will see you next time. Ad Astra Abbasast. Peace. Peace.